0: You're listening to The 123 Show with me, Noreen Meir, this Wednesday afternoon. I'm so pleased uh, to be joined by our wonderful guests uh, this afternoon. So please join our guests on Facebook, Noreen Meir on RTHK Radio 3. In the next 20 minutes or so, we're going to hear about a wonderful local charity called the Integrated Brilliant Education, and their main aim is to educate and empower students, uh, ethnic minority students, and also underprivileged non-speaking, uh, non-Chinese-speaking communities to to help them to learn Chinese and also to do homework, which is such a big part of student life here in Hong Kong. And I'm super delighted to be joined on the program by Manajda Da and Gitanjali Da, who are the co-founders of Integrated Brilliant Education. Welcome back on the program. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you.
1: Thank Thank you so much, Noreen.
0: It's so nice to see you. And if you'd like to know more about their work, also go to their Facebook page as well. And the handle is I-B-E-L dot O-R-G and you'll be able to find out more about integrated, brilliant education. So we spoke five years ago, I remember. Um, Manoj, maybe if you can remind our listeners uh, again, tell us about the work you do um, at your centre. Sure.
2: So basically Hong Kong has a fair-sized population of uh, non-Chinese families and non-Chinese children. So we are talking about the marginalized underprivileged section of the society. So they don't necessarily have the financial muscle to go into, uh, let's say, elite or international or schools which require a lot of expenses. So, And and because of that, they are uh, streamlined into the local schools. Now, the local schools have a basic challenge that Cantonese is a backbone of the entire education system. So you have the language and then, you know, the teacher by default would be talking in Cantonese. So this kind of a language related academic challenge starts with the kids when they are at the kindergarten age itself. And their parents, not being native speakers, are not able to really help them. And nor do they have the financial resources to afford expensive tutorial or educational support for them. And and so this is the kind and this is the type of children that we are trying to help at our two education centers, one in Jordan, one in Chung Shawan, uh, wherein they come in and we are helping them bolster up and muscle up their Chinese language skills. And, and that then, you know, subsequently has a good impact on their academic career, whether it's the transition from kindergarten to primary or primary to secondary. And then eventually, of course, the end game is getting into uh, the tertiary institutions of Hong Kong.
0: I must apologise. I I, I must apologise. There's some uh, audio issues with our Facebook live, but feel free to still join us on Facebook, and we're trying to get this uh, fixed as soon as possible. But let's continue our chat with uh, Manoj and Gitanjali. So, tell us a little bit more about these students. And these students go to mainstream schools, and they just don't have access to after-school tutorials. So, these students are really struggling a little bit with their homework.
1: Yes, they do because uh, Thanks, primarily the schools that they go to, their their the medium of instruction is Cantonese. So even if they do know what to do, but they don't understand what the teacher is trying to tell them, what you know the the directions or the instructions. So what we are doing, uh, we have kind of replicated and, or simulated, I would say, the environment of the school in the tutorials and in the education centers, uh, wherein our teachers who are all bilingual, they're all uh, native Chinese language speakers, and they uh, try and speak, they try and teach them English and ch- uh, Chinese, maths and Chinese, and Chinese and Chinese, because there's a difference in learning the subject uh, and learning in chinese you know so so they get to understand and comprehend the language in its holistic uh, manner and uh, so that's what we do so when the children are learning how to understand the, ins- the instructions etc etc they're able to do their homework very uh, you know in a much better way because they're understanding what they're doing and what they have to do so they come for about one and a half hours every day Monday to Friday and uh, they first understand what they did at the school because that just went above the head and they understand that then they do the homework and if there's any time left then they we prepare them for the next day.
0: Okay, well, we managed to get the audio working again. <laughs> that's that's wonderful. For, for for people joining us on Facebook, uh, we are hearing about a wonderful local charity called the Integrated Brilliant Education. And uh, as Gitanjali and also Manoj said, their main aim is to educate and also empower from uh, of students who are sort of non-Chinese speaking, who have difficulties uh, doing homework. And doing homework is a really big part of student life here in Hong Kong. Um, so we're here to share a little bit more about their work. Talk us through the centres. What is the format of these uh, centres? Are they sort of after-tutorial school centres?
2: So basically, uh, both our centres are... running on uh, an after-school basis. So they're both registered with the Education Bureau as schools offering non-formal curriculum. And the, the model is that the kids finish their school every single day and then they walk into our centre at different time slots, depending on what suits them. And, and the commitment with us and their families have to commit that every month they must study at least 30 hours with us. Wow. So it's yeah. it's a Monday to Friday routine. So that's the academic side of it wherein we will help them with their uh basic homework, understanding what happened in the language uh, class etc., preparing for the exams etc. Now this situation evolves. You know like la- for the last 4 months it was a different thing where, where schools were completely shut so what do you do and and we we but changed they still had homework yes they you still know. had homework <laughs> they still that had ne- homework that never goes away so 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 the challenge changed tremendously for us but then we evolved and adapted very quickly because a lot of it was online 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 and again you have to appreciate that these are people who belong to very very humble backgrounds so they may not necessarily have internet access they may not necessarily have iPads et cetera. so therein thanks to one of our big donors, which is UBS, they donated a lot of iPads to us and our kids and their parents would come into the centers, download all the homework, etc. So the what we are basically trying to say is that The challenge changed, we also changed. We adapted, evolved, never abandoned these kids, constantly continued to help them. So that's on the academic side. Besides that, of course, we have a very robust uh, and intensive social impact program, wherein the corporates come in and our kids go out for various educational trips. So it could be the visit to the Science Museum, Space Museum, Museum of Coastal Defense. So that's another aspect of it. And the third aspect is that, you know, four months the kids are sitting at home and there's nothing to do so we just recently had our fifth annual sports day and which thanks to you know the magnanimity of the hong kong rugby union and the guy family foundation uh, we were able to host a very big nice great event and you know so after four months you can understand you know kids going absolutely berserk at king's <laughs> all park that,
0: all that energy, all that energy. Yeah. As a release.
2: So, so and it was a nice bright spot. so from our perspective we are trying to provide a very holistic educational model so it's the academics, it's the educational side, and it's also physical well-being, and just guiding them to have a slightly healthier lifestyle.
0: Yeah, I mean, Manoj, you you, you brought up an excellent point, and that some of these families, some of these children, come from very humble backgrounds. They don't have access sure. to computers or even high-speed internet. How are their sort of um, learning impacted because of this? Sure.
2: Well, and- see, I think the learning aspect there is is something which. Uh, we we felt so like you said a lot of them couldn't even get into it so what they would do or sometimes their parents would do, because our centers were running all through these four months we never shut and you know we, we we just literally took the edb's guidelines of suspended classes does not mean suspended learning and we took it to heart and we absolutely pushed and chugged along uh, uh, that thing so, our tutors were always there. Uh, our iPads are functional internet. So, the parents would come and they said, Look, you know, I just have a phone and I'm going on my work as a security guard. So, we would lock, uh, our teachers would have them download all the homework, take printouts, go home, finish. Three days back, they would come in, give it back to our teachers, and the teachers would. So, that way, we were trying to ensure that. If they're learning new chapters there is some bit of check and balance happening all the time rather than nothing happening for four months and you know the kid is kind of guessing his way along Mm -hmm. so so infrastructurally that is where we were able to do that and also that
1: the exams are on schedule it's not that (laughs) they get a bye-bye because of the virus so the exams are on schedule the children have to be prepared so uh, the homework is happening and the workload increased i think uh, 10 times on us um,
0: absolutely, because, you know, on the, on the one hand, like, exactly what you said, they have the homework, that the exam still still happens, but the contact time without the teachers yes. uh, is limited. Yeah. Yes. So students have to really sort of learn more by themselves yeah. or rely on their yeah. Parents who may not even know Chinese or, yeah. or know Chinese very well, yeah. so the 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 sort of the burden or sort of the workload is is heavier on your on, shoulders. On how did tutors. yeah? How did your tutors sort of overcome that?
1: Yeah. So what we did was we increased our uh, the number of tutors that we have. It's uh, like this that as a part of our uh, commitment to uh, to students of all uh, nationalities we uh, we have also offered uh, the university students in hong kong internships so what uh, we do they and they have benefited tremendously what what happens to them is that they also are in, from the same local uh, system and they hardly get a chance to interact with non chinese speaking uh, students you know for a different background than, and they come in and when they uh, work with us for five, six months or four months, suddenly their vision has, has you know, expanded. broadened yes. and expanded. Uh, and they, they are able to, you know, their networking skills, speaking skills, get, getting over the inhibition of talking to people who are not Chinese. So they benefit like that. So what we do is that when we this happened, they were also looking to do something productive. And uh, these students are like, you know, into engineering or medicine who are very good in their own whatever... Parts they've, they uh, yeah, are. Yes. they've chosen so uh, so we increased the number of tutors part-time tutors that we have and they all work under our registered teachers under their guidelines and uh, everything went on. I mean literally and also because a number of students per batch had got we had yeah. cut down had cut because down of social distancing uh, so we had more teachers and less students in the same time but we had more batches yeah. Wow. So we try to uh, benefit as many as we could.
0: That's such a wonderful model to sure. be able to bring on
2: s- students who have yeah. a lot of
0: experience and and you know, the the knowledge is fresh yeah. in their yeah, head, that's, and that's, they make excellent tutors yeah.
2: and and good role models.
0: Exactly. Wow, that's amazing, because you know the last six mo- the last six to eight months have been you know yeah. every sector has been impacted, every but you, your commitment you've never shut down your centres. No. <laughs> No, not it any. was.
2: It was. We 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 we. Yeah, we went through shaky times. You know, where every single day we had to change our timings, and every single day. So it was uh, the civil unrest, and and then you know the COVID thing came in, and then you know every day it was good, bad, ugly, not so good, and everything. But we constantly. The the good part was, I think we would like to uh, you know liken ourselves to as very light footed athletes. We adopt and evolve very quickly uh, with the situation. So nimble. And nimble, yes, <laughs> yes. absolutely. Um, and, and, and yeah, so, so, so that helped, you know, and our, and our parents were grateful and, you know, the kids were grateful and, you know, we had very nice donors who came in and provided yeah. COVID care packs for our students. Yeah. So it's, yeah, you know, people can say that it's, it's not our mainstream function, but at the end of the day, these people matter, you know, and, and we had to take care of them in many other ways.
0: Yeah, and you've made such a great and positive impact in these students' lives because... It's not easy learning Chinese. It's not easy, you know, coming from a different background, having to be educated in Chinese and to learn about different subjects in Chinese. But your students are doing extraordinarily yes. well. Let's yes. actually highlight yes. um, some of the wonderful achievements of your students. Yeah. So t- talk us through. Can you give us some examples? Yeah,
2: I mean, this is it's, it's wonderful because when we started, we just said that the last time we had met was five years ago during their interview. And, and now we are at a stage where last year we had a cohort of around eight or ten kids who moved from primary school to form one schools Already? and there's three four wow. of them who've gone into band one schools
0: congratulations so, so it's,
2: it's just you know you could you know you could sing and dance all the day but but and and, and then it's, it's also talks about a lot of resilience and the support that our board has provided to us. And then, you know, we are able to go ahead and very boldly execute the plans and everything else. And and so, so so yeah, you are seeing you, you come in at some point in time, you know, you come in and watch our kindergarten uh, class. And if somebody didn't tell you that they are non-Chinese, you would not, just by hearing, yeah. you would never guess that they are not Chinese kids yeah. because their nursery rhymes and their response to the teachers and everything is so fluent. It is remarkable.
0: So every year, um, Operation Santa Claus, you know, part of RTHK and the South China Morning Post, uh, sure. we, we sponsor a host of uh, charities, and IBET was one of them a few years ago. Yes. And my colleague, Angie Mann, she saw, she knew that, you know, I'd be interviewing you both, and she was the one who came to your centre to do the interview. And she said, wow, the students, the student I spoke to, you know, non-Chinese, I think she spoke to someone who was n- Nepalese. Yes, and must and be. Yeah, and she said, wow, their they're Chinese it was like a Chinese person. <laughs> Uh, Super uh, impressed, and it's uh, you know real testament to yeah. to the jobs that, is, that, that you is, and your that tutors. Is the,
2: that is the end objective. Yeah. That is the aspiration. That is you know the situation where they should not have any fear factor, and and you know it should just be natural
0: exactly well we do have a lot of uh, comments on the Facebook page please get in touch with us you'll be able to see uh, Gitanjali and also Manoj there uh, on the Facebook page Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3 Uh, Preenit says the model serves as a bridge between different groups of Hong Kongers and increases understanding and teachers and staff are amazing kudos and also a lot of compliment great job Gitanjali and and Manoj and uh, they love the work that you do Uh, Shelby says I believe that is not easy to strike a balance under the social uh, unrest Uh, keep your comments coming and and also what about some of the feedback from the the parents because it must just be so um, you know it must just be so rewarding for them to be able to put their children through mainstream education and not have the barrier True.
1: Uh, we had a mum who came in with a big box of uh, sweets saying that my child was uh, uh, getting above 80 in every subject and failing in Chinese, and this is the first time the child has scraped past the passing mark. And she was, as if the child had gotten into some Ivy League university or something, and. That was, she was so happy. That is one. Another one is the parents saying that, you know, in, in, in uh, their local language, I mean, native languages, they say that, you know, uh, this is my only aspiration that, you know, they they should not feel like an outsider yes. because they are born here, they are Hong Kongers. And when they go out, they should be able to speak to anybody in fluent Chinese, not like me, where I have to wait and I have to translate, I will, you know, look for a friend to translate. So they all feel very and they want to teach their children it is not that they don't want to they want them to have the same fluency as a native chinese child exactly. and they're willing to go to all lengths exactly. for that and uh, they they are all very grateful and they all come and when their children go from band three to band two to band one i mean they they also realize that you know that all their investment, in terms of time, in terms of uh, uh, everything, uh, is worth it, I bet. I mean, you have to keep in mind, we are surrounded by uh, many centers and even uh, both Jordan, Shamshipo, Touchwood, they have continued to flourish purely by word of mouth. We don't have money for you know advertising or uh, uh, doing big uh, uh, open houses or something, advertising for them. I mean, and it has only grown by word of mouth. One per parent is happy, got another one, and today I'm we are very very proud to say that our, our centers uh, are benefiting over 200 students uh, per month. Mm. You know, we do a monthly thing, re-enrollment thing, mm. every month. We have close to 200 students That's amazing. who are benefiting.
0: That's a real testament. Yes, to Yes, yes, and, and this is
1: purely by word of mouth. Yeah, you
0: know. Take us back to the beginning. You know, was this your vision really, or has it sort of grown beyond your expectations? Did um, you expect to be serving 200 students every month?
2: Uh, see, I, I guess. Uh, expectations well we, we we the the good part is that you know we and neither our board ever set an upper limit yeah. so we started by saying that look there is a massive Even if we
0: can serve 50 yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah
2: so 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 there is a massive gap somebody needs to fill the massive gap and and so we we just set up and so now if it's a 100 it's 150 yes you know we say well done and everything else and then let's move on to the next 50 and let's move on to the next 50 so um so yeah it's it's per plan it's per aspirations and and you know we hope that you know with the support of the larger section of hong kong society and of course our board is constantly supportive uh you know we can continue to serve a bigger section of these uh, this children community
0: yeah and hong kong has suffered a, a one-two punch exactly mm-hmm. what you said you know with the protests and yeah. COVID 19 yeah. in this climate i mean how easy is it to find funding because you are a, a local charity and rely on the support on you know generous donations how hard or how challenging has it been f- for you in the last you know couple of months and last year
1: sure. uh, we, we have been very uh, I think this cause has resonated with our funders uh, uh, and they we are very transparent at any given time whenever we have had any talks with a new funder for example we straight away uh, we first have a talk and we tell them it's not about you cutting a check it's about you and we holding hands and going on a journey together to help the children and uh, it has to be beyond writing a cheque. So please come over, meet the children and uh, see what your money will do uh, for the children. And this has uh, one funder, in fact, um, uh, our funders, they have introduced other corporates to come and help us and we are are open anytime anything you want to ask anything you want to see please come you're most welcome and I think our transparency our openness and our uh, uh, this uh, thing to build a long-term relationship this has uh, been very well taken and we have been very very the the charity has been very fortunate to receive enough support. We won't say that we are rolling in billions, but whatever happens, I mean, the children are well taken care of. And I think also
2: that, you know, like you said, Angie had, so so even the donors are coming in and doing the same experience, saying, you know, I want to see what this kid is doing. And then some of them I said, my God, I could never do that piece in Chinese. So, so, so they understand and, you know, then they feel that, no, no, this is heading in the right direction. And I think somewhere we also spoke about it, that us never, shutting our shutters over the last five six yeah. months where we know a lot of offices a lot of charities a lot of NGOs just shut and were not able to service their thing so we went and i think a lot of donors uh looked Saw at that commitment. and smiled yes. and said you know that's we, money we, we, well spent yes. <laughs> and we, we we respect what you people are doing and we respect how you have done it so so yeah so so that's uh, you know humbling for us and it's great that you know they they see uh, that commitment coming from our organisation.
0: Yeah, and I think the respect also extends. I can see so many comments on the Facebook page. Please join us there. Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3. Uh, Ray says, uh, I bet indeed benefits the minority students uh, tremendously. Uh, Mirta says, making a difference in lives really, really matters. And uh, she puts uh, lots of smiley faces for Gitanjali. Um, and appreciate Ibet's uh, dedication to provide education for ethnic minorities students uh, here in Hong Kong comes from uh, Rezaman. And there's just so much uh, support for the amazing uh, hard work and beautiful concept and wonderful work comes from uh, Harikat uh, also. Uh, Now, I know you do still rely on uh, the support from the wider community. Remind our listeners how we can find out more about your work and how we can support you. Have you got a website and a Facebook page on social media?
1: Yes. Our website is www.ibel hk.org and our you can take a sneak peek it's not sneak actually we <laughs> put everything on our facebook and uh, we have twitter ibl we have our instagram ibel ib education so you can you can just go to our website and all the handles are there oh, okay. and uh, please do uh, let us know if you want to come and take a, have you know uh, meet the children or just visit our centers uh, or feel free to donate and tell us how you want us to use your money we are very particular about that if if the funders want to are, you know in a specific way they want to buy mm-hmm. something they want to present a computer they want to present covid care masks uh, kits they want to present ipads but but there are we have limits like we don't take used Uh, books which are of not used to our children so we are very particular about we have our uh, guidelines about the donations kind donations Uh, and for cash also we try and ask the donors how they want us to
2: use it. so it's it's the financial uh, investment uh, if you may want to call it or donation as you may want to call it it's also people may have soft skills you know which they could come in and help us with or people may just want to come in and just you know like you're uh, breeding out on the Facebook they are sending us us their blessings and they are sending us well done, etc. So all that you know makes makes our resolve stronger. You know makes us feel happier, makes us feel bolder, and gives us that much more encouragement to continue. Uh, you know on a, on our path, and you know and and that's that's the way our board runs. That's the way we run this.
0: Yeah, Manoj and Gitanjali, thank you so much uh, for your time.
1: May, may please, I please put in a quick thank you to our staff? Yes, our wonderful, wonderful staff in IBC Jordan and SSP.